0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 23 of He Book, She Book, another very busy week of wrestling, and just, I mean, we're going to just lead right off into it. I'm Mike.
1: And I'm Becca, and we lost Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, got released from WWE this week, and I'm not happy about it.
0: Yeah, we uh, we usually re- record on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, and we found out yesterday, uh, today is Sunday, as we're recording this, that WWE has released Bray Wyatt. and What a mistake. What are we doing here? Such a mistake. Just a year of so many releases that have you just shaking your head. We talked about, obviously, Braun Strowman was a big one. Samoa Joe was a huge one who has since been brought back. We'll talk about him later, thank goodness. Yes. Alistair Black, Andrade.
1: Buddy Murphy. Iconics,
0: Buddy Murphy. And now...
1: So many great wrestlers just released
0: bray wyatt shocked wyndham rotunda 34 years old probably the most creative guy in that locker room
1: probably 100 the most creative guy in that locker room
0: and budget cuts bullshit yeah right bullshit it just it doesn't make any sense you know what
1: else is confusing what was this thursday or friday of this week there was a picture that went viral of Bray Wyatt, and everybody's like, Oh shit, this dude's in the best shape he's ever been yeah, in. He looks and great. then the next day they release him. Yeah. What are they doing?
0: Like it's it's tough to it's tough to imagine what goes through their heads. Cause just think about this. We talked about this before we recorded last year's SummerSlam main event was Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt.
1: And neither of them are here anymore.
0: Less than a full year later.
1: We've lost so they many They're both people. gone. Well, Braun Braun was a big name in the spotlight two days before he got released.
0: Yep, same thing for Aleister Black.
1: Yes, Alistair Black had this huge push, comes out the next day, released. Like, what the fuck is happening in WWE?
0: This one is the one that makes...
1: This one hurts so hard for me. Y- yeah, it, it just hurts the it most. doesn't make
0: any sense. For years, it was... Uh, well, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that... With Bray losing constantly when it was so obvious that this guy has something that we we don't see in other wrestlers. So creative, so different, so unique. Gave WWE multiple extremely intriguing characters. Yeah. And... They just completely shit the bed both times.
1: And here's the thing. If they didn't like the Fiend, like, I know there are some fans that just hated the Fiend character, which honestly blew my mind. Because if the Fiend won more, everybody would have been behind the Fiend. But because they kept having him lose as the Fiend, he wasn't that scared. And had had him lose
0: to Goldberg.
1: (laughs) Yes. So fucking weird. I just don't understand it. If you don't think that The Fiend is working out as a character anymore, you could have so easily had him go back to just Bray Wyatt. Absolutely. And when Bray was, like, the cult leader of the Wyatt family, which we we couldn't do the Wyatt family now, but we could still have Bray in that type of vibe. Like, we could have all very easily gone back to being Bray's wild – or Fireflies. He could have had the whole world in his hands again. And – instead they release him gone what what is happening
0: I don't I don't get it it it's it, it's the least explainable one because like braun we knew was making a lot of money yeah and like that budget cut kind of made a little bit of sense because there's still rumors that he'll be back and I still think you know deep down that braun doesn't wrestle for anyone other than WWE because he just fits that mold so perfectly yeah. but Bray is just like if you're, just, if you're another superstar on that roster, and you're just looking around, and, like, we talked about Seth Rollins. Yeah. Seth Rollins is in a great spot in the company.
1: Yes, I was Roman.
0: Yeah, like, these guys, they look around, and Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt main-evented SummerSlam last year. Mm-hmm. And they're gone. Yeah. Like, the, the job security of this, it was never, like, you have job security for the rest of your life, for 99% of these guys. But Bray is, like, a homegrown... It's so asset that confusing. you just like. If we equate this to like the NBA, you draft this kid straight out of college. Mm-hmm. He's yours. You grow him into an absolute superstar, and then you're like, you know what? Bye. Yeah. Never mind. You just release him for nothing. You get and nothing out of it.
1: It's been rumored a that top
0: merch seller gone. That's
1: the thing. That's something that's so confusing to me because he sells so much. Merch. He doesn't even have he to be there. He hasn't even been here. No. He hasn't even been here since, like, Wrestlemania, at least. Maybe a few months less than Wrestlemania. Still selling so much merch.
0: And Alexa Bliss still carrying on the Yeah, Alexa the basically character. has
1: his character now. Which, I mean, I, I don't mind it as much. I can stay with Alexa. But I don't know, man. This is just not—this was not an easy one to take.
0: No, and the, and the WWE Universe and wrestling fans in general— wrestlers also yes everybody very vocal on twitter about what are you doing
1: read mcfoley's instagram post about it because mcfoley just, tweeting
0: about it alexa bliss tweeting about yeah,
1: Braun it bron sherman
0: everybody all of them, everybody
1: em- is doing it
0: yeah and hope like
1: even renee like, she posted about every single person is posting about it. And they're all basically saying the same thing. Like, obviously, good luck to Bray with whatever he does. Wyndham, that's his awesome real name. Like,
0: I know he doesn't have a cool, he's a like, cool name,
1: <laughs> but everybody's posting about it. And also just being like, WWE, you're fucking up.
0: Yes. And like, I mean, how did you do that? This? this comes on the heels of the WWE earnings report. Mm-hmm. Okay. For quarter two. And Vince McMahon says, when asked about if he considers AEW competition the way the WCW is competition.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. And Vince McMahon says, and I quote, That was a different situation. AEW is where they are. I don't really know what their plans are. All I know is what our plans are. I don't consider them competition in the way that I would consider WCW back in the day. Not anywhere close to that. And he also mentioned... That he doesn't know where their investments are in terms of talent, I guess we could give them some more.
1: I remember when that came out. I looked at you I was like, oh my God, this is more cuts, isn't it? like more cuts are coming and then we were like, don't oh, no, maybe not. but bray
0: right? Vince got shit on for that first of all. yeah, he did, which I mean,
1: yeah, I that makes sense but w or first off a e w they can't that is competition
0: of course. But yeah, it is not in the same way of WCW because WCW was actively trying to put Vince out of business. Yes, AEW was not trying to do that. more wrestling. They're they're trying to
1: build up guys and have the wrestling community and the wrestling world build up, not just AEW or WWE or AEW.
0: Absolutely, and you know if you look at it from the perspective of these guys have other places to go, it's not as bad. Like if WWE was still the only real game in town it looks even worse.
1: Yeah, because what are they gonna do?
0: Exactly. Like Bray can go and ply his craft elsewhere, anywhere mm-hmm. he wants. He can go because he has that cachet. He has that name now. And Wyndham Breton again, cool ass name. Such a
1: cool name. Um
0: and yeah, it just AEW cannot sign all of them. Yeah. But they can sign the biggest names. Yeah why And those you biggest know? names also happen to include Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And CM Punk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now you add Bray Wyatt to Alistair the Black is in there. Aleister Black is there. Andrades is there. Mm-hmm. You have all of these guys now yeah. making their way to AEW. And we watched AEW this week because they continuously...
1: God, they're so good.
0: ...command our attention now.
1: They're so good.
0: And there is just a certain buzz going on in the wrestling community in terms of All Elite Wrestling that we have not seen... In another promotion, other other than the WWE, in a very long time, and this is not gonna stop that momentum.
1: No, I, and I know like people. The minute he got released, people were like, "Oh, he's gonna go take over for the Dark Order." Hate
0: it. Hate the idea. Absolutely hate the idea. Cannot hate it more.
1: I don't know how I feel about it. I just want to see Bray Russell.
0: There is one leader of the Dark Order.
1: Yeah, but that was Bray. It was best Brody friend.
0: Lee. Yes. Doesn't matter.
1: It's his best friend. Brody Lee is the leader.
0: Brody Lee's son is the heir apparent. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he is the actual. (laughs) He should be taking over.
0: Evil Uno will be the kind of, he's the, the, I guess the, I guess he's kind of the leader. Like in terms of like, keeps everybody together. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, Evil Uno for a reason. He's number one. But yeah, I just, I don't like the idea of, and I know Evil Uno actually tweeted this. That every time there's a release, they say, "Oh, that person should leave the dark order." Yeah, like not every like not it, everybody should. I don't think Bray would even want to touch that.
1: No, because like in his That's mind, too probably close. it's too close to home. Yeah, and no, it's, it's a nice idea until
0: you realize it's a weird idea. Yeah,
1: it's weird. When all is said and done, Brody Lee was is and is the, the head of it of yeah he's the leader and we then give that to his son who already has a contract with AEW exactly. as a like four-year-old he's, I don't actually know how old he's his son not, is he's,
0: not, he's, like, <laughs> he's older than that yeah he's <laughs> definitely older than that uh, but either way Bray Wyatt Wyndham Ritano whatever he does he's probably the most creative person in all of wrestling yeah I cannot wait to like, see what thing. he ends up they doing without up. the chains.
1: They fucked up in a sense of like, fine, you don't want Bray to wrestle. Throw him on the fucking writing team.
0: Throw him fucking anywhere. <laughs>
1: like, it doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense to me. It makes my head and heart hurt. And I just, I wish him all the best. I can't wait to see him wrestle again. I will watch him wherever he goes.
0: Deep down, I will always have that respect for Vince McMahon and like, that love because of what he has given the wrestling community yes. and like he is the wwe yeah and we all watch wrestling probably because of wwe or wwf in the 90s 80s whatever and like i want to believe that he knows what he's doing and yeah. that he's sending these guys over to all elite wrestling because the more popular all elite wrestling gets the more popular wrestling gets
1: yes and, that and the more is popular the wwe
0: goal. gets and like he knows these guys are going there he yeah. talks to these guys everybody that has left has said they've Talk to Vince McMahon. hmm And, I mean, even Jericho being the first one.
1: Even Mark Henry said that. Mark
0: Henry said it. They all say, you know, I'm going to go to AEW, and he's like, okay.
1: Yeah, have fun. Good luck.
0: Like, he knows what's happening. It just looks like shit when you have a 34-year-old homegrown talent that is insanely unique and over is all hell and just sells a ton of merchandise
1: creative like and then you just it doesn't make any sense
0: you I, just drop them
1: i cannot wrap my head around it it hurts and i just remember being like i saw this information before you did and i had to tell you this information and i just like couldn't even get it out and i was like this is crazy you sold it
0: like you saw one of our pets had died or something <laughs> it was like so sad i'm just like sitting in the office and she's like She's like, I just sent you a text. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> and she's all sad. And I was I just like, oh left. great. What the fuck ha- what <laughs> happened here? And then like two minutes later, the text comes through. I was like, this is bullshit.
1: Oh, I was so unhappy. It, like, I felt so bad because Yeah, it ruined <laughs>
0: my like,
1: day. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm about to just It's
0: like, how can I even focus now? Um
1: Oh, it was so sad.
0: But we have to move on. As Wyndham will do as well. We had Raw. We had SmackDown, we had NXT, we had AEW, we had a lot.
1: So WWE just confuses me all around because we open the show with Nikki Cross, who we thought was going by Nikki Ash as an almost superhero, but apparently it's just Nikki A.S.H. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why why is she not referred to as Nikki Ash?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It should be. It should be Nikki Ash. It's like, obvious.
1: Ash, it's a mouthful. Yes. At that point, just keep her as Nikki Cross, almost superhero. Just say the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Right. Just, just <laughs> like, give her a, a thousand names.
1: It doesn't make any just sense. Always call her
0: Raw Women's Champion Nikki Cross Ash. <laughs>
1: like, I just don't know why. It's just not Nikki Ash. That's funny because like, like Nikki, easier.
0: you. <laughs> These people are fighting for last names, right?
1: Yeah, and Nikki has And Nikki has just
0: every last name you could imagine, but whatever.
1: Whatever. So she comes out to open the show, and she's the role women's champion right now. She cashed in her uh, Money in the Bank contract, and she's the champion. And when she comes out, there are You Deserve It chants all around. It was nice. It was nice. She does deserve it. I love it. Uh, Charlotte comes out, of course, wanting to take a a closer look at last week because Charlotte thinks it's bullshit that Nikki stole her title and she wants her rematch at SummerSlam, and there are you suck chance.
0: This is why I want a called cash in, though. So that the heel can't come out and say, oh, you robbed me. Yeah. Because it's such a heel move to beat up somebody that's already down and pinned them. Which is why, like, Nikki would have been a great person to, like, call your cash Mm -hmm. in. But either way... Nikki's your champion now. Obviously, Charlotte can't be outside of the title picture.
1: Yeah, so she's mad. And then, obviously, Rhea's mad. And she interrupts Charlotte. And then Adam and Sonya come out. And they announce a triple threat at SummerSlam between Rhea and Charlotte.
0: Which I think we and, said on last week's podcast yeah, was obvious. Yeah, you did yeah, predict that. Of course. Because...
1: But then, also, they announced that Charlotte versus Nikki will be a main event on this night of Raw. Correct. Can Charlotte just, like, sit down?
0: Well, fast forward. Fast forward to that match.
1: Charlotte wins. (laughs) But this wasn't for the championship. Guys,
0: spoiler alert. Charlotte won. Charlotte beat Nikki Cross clean. Guys, spoiler Shocker. Charlotte beat the new Raw Women's Champion clean.
1: But it wasn't for the championship.
0: Oh, but then we get... So, after the match, Mm -hmm. we decide to cut promos. Yeah. Okay? Because that's how we like to end a Raw, with promos. (laughs) And... Nikki says something along the lines of, like, I might have lost, but I proved that I could almost beat you. Yeah. What? What? I don't know. What? Is that your gimmick now, that you almost win sometimes?
1: Yeah, she's and like, almost you're proud a superhero. Of yourself? She almost wins.
0: I don't know. Here's my Here's what I need to happen. I need Nikki Cross to lose again next week to Charlotte. Okay. But get closer to winning. Like, I want Charlotte to put in the figure four. So you want her
1: to really almost win. Exactly. Okay.
0: Right? So I want Charlotte to put in the figure four. Uh Uh-huh. And I want Nikki Cross to break it. Okay. Okay? Fucking hype her up. Like, you know, the Hulk Hogan style. Hulk it up. Just freak out. Freak Charlotte out. Have Charlotte sell it. She breaks the fucking figure four. People go nuts. And then eventually Charlotte wins anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? With, like, the figure Mm 8 And then SummerSlam... Nikki Cross breaks the figure eight, which I don't think anybody's ever really done. Oh, that, that could be, be wrong. Cool. And then Nikki Cross wins, like, that way.
1: Yeah, but you if also If that have doesn't
0: to- happen, and Nikki loses again and just keeps losing, there was no point in ever having her win you the contract.
1: You have to remember that now at SummerSlam, it's a triple threat, so it, it it's not just going to be Nikki and Charlotte. We're going to have Rhea in there as well.
0: Yes, and I have Rhea losing this match. I think Rhea takes the fall. Interesting. And then eventually, guess what, guys? Guess what we get?
1: Charlotte versus Nikki.
0: No, no, we get Charlotte versus Nikki. Uh, And then eventually we get one-on-one. Nikki has to beat Charlotte one-on-one. She has to at some point. Otherwise, this whole thing is a fucking just loss.
1: I need Becky Lynch to come back and take her championship back because these women.
0: Oh, well, I mean, we could talk about the the quick. uh,
1: Oh, I didn't even think about that.
0: Somebody got her hair done.
1: Yeah. Bex is back to being uh, with orange hair.
0: I don't know the Instagram. I don't remember what it was, but um, this lady who does hair has an Instagram to show off the, the yeah. hairstyle she does. And I was, so it was like a big deal because she did Becky Lynch's hair and Becky Lynch is now full orange again. Yes. Right? So everybody's freaking out. Her hair's back. And like, I'm going through like the pictures and it's like 60 likes, 50 likes, 3,000 likes. <laughs> <laughs> for Becky Lynch's hair. People are going nuts just because Becky Lynch dyed her hair again.
1: Well yeah, because when she went out on maternity leave, she went back to a more natural looking hair. She color. looks great with it too. And yeah, she I mean she just looks great in general. And now she's back to her Becky Lynch hair.
0: I'm worried for Nikki Cross, though. Nikki Ash or whatever Nikki
1: ASH. Nikki
0: ASH. I'm worried because I feel like she's already getting lost in this shuffle. Yeah. And she's already being presented as less than the other women in the mm-hmm. division.
1: I want her to win at SummerSlam and then I want be- Becky to come out and be like, you're having fun, but I want my championship back. Like, I want my baby back. And, I mean, I don't know if everybody here who listens might just see this recurring trend that I have of just every week saying I want Becky to come back. I don't care who it's against at this point. I just want her back.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've been doing it since probably WrestleMania, probably we've our first episode. we been doing it like- since <laughs> she left. Yeah. <laughs> like.
1: All right, you had the baby come back. Bring the baby. I'm sure somebody backs you to watch it while you're in the ring.
0: Yeah, so next week we're getting Charlotte and Nikki again. Mm. Because Nikki's like, I challenge you again. And, okay, whatever.
1: I'm, like, confused why already why Rhea isn't in any of this lineup to begin with. Like, you had Charlotte versus Nikki this week. We should have, say, Rhea versus Nikki next week. Nope. I, no, we have Charlotte and Nikki again. Because Rhea's
0: now getting lost in the shuffle. And we're going to keep... The thing is, bringing Becky back... You already Now you have a problem of, like, there's too many yeah people vying for the same title. But we also had Bobby Lashley come out. He wants an open challenge.
1: Yeah, because he just keeps dominating
0: people. Yeah, he's just absolutely killing people. Cedric comes out. He wants a shot at Lashley. Shelton Benjamin comes out. He wants a shot at Lashley. Which this is, is exactly, what I thought was yeah. going to happen last week.
1: Exactly. And this is exactly what we thought was happening then.
0: We fed Keith Lee to him. But this week, we get Shelton. We get Cedric. Bobby murders them both.
1: Yeah, he takes them all at the same time uh, still fucking wins. And that was it.
0: That, that was it for Bobby.
1: Yeah. I mean, but he has Goldberg at SummerSlam.
0: Yes. So Fine. then we have Eva Marie and Doudrop Mm-hmm. versus Natty and Tamina.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Natty gets hurt here. And this was... Very weird freak injury.
1: Yes. So she needs to get surgery on, I think, her right ankle, one of her ankles. So she's going to be out. But Natty and Tamina are the women's tag team champions right now. And this match was a contender match. So this wasn't for the championships. This was
0: a match so
1: that they could eventually wrestle them again for the championships. But one of the champions got hurt. Hurt and it's going Correct. to need surgery. So is Tamina just going to defend the tag teams? Are they going <laughs> to have to?
0: Yes. Like, that would be great, honestly. I,
1: that was one of my. That's not a
0: women's tag team tournament
1: with just and Tamina. Tamina
0: is just yes. on her own, just beaten. Because even like
1: Natty's posting things like, you know, I'm hurt, but I'm out, and blah blah blah. But she's saying like defending the championship is what's going to keep her motivated. Mm-hmm. But is this going to be a shameless situation where he gets to keep? They get to keep their titles, but then they're out. But they I feel like an ankle be. injury that needs surgery is going to be way longer recovery than a nose break so probably i don't know what's going to happen with that but all i know is that she needs surgery on her ankle and uh there was a distraction from lily for the lily Lucian, which cracked me up yeah
0: that was funny as hell
1: so funny but that's how tamina got the win she took advantage of while eva was distracted
0: yeah like they did like the Almost the exact same promo that Eve Marie was doing before she came back. Like the evolution, they had Lily do it. The
1: same words. She used these. No, but it
0: was instead of like, I want people to chase their dreams, I want people to chase their nightmares. Yes. So honestly, very funny.
1: Very funny. I loved every second of it.
0: lily Lucian sounds hilarious.
1: It was all so good. I'm very interested to see what happens with the titles, though, because they're not going to stay on Tamina and Natty if Natty's out.
0: No, man. Put them on, on Shotzi and Tegan. That's what I want. Shotzi and Tegan Knox on SmackDown. I'm so the titles.
1: happy you just said that because I, honest to God, thought that you were going to say we should give them to Eva and do drop.
0: No, we're not there yet. We're, we're not, not.
1: We're not, not there, there yet. yet. We're not. We're not going to get there.
0: But then, we have Karrion and Cross is back.
1: Yes, for another
0: match on Raw, which as he NXT cannot champion. go
1: against Jeff Hardy because Jeff Hardy is out with COVID. Jeff
0: got the COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes that even worse. That lost to Jeff Hardy because now we can't do anything yeah. to capitalize on it. Uh, so we get Karrion Cross and Keith Lee,
1: who also lost to somebody last
0: week. Yeah, he lost
1: to Bobby Lashley last week. Like, what? What is happening in like in WWE in general, but in Raw?
0: I don't know. Keith Lee pissed somebody off because he loses here again. Yes, by submission to Carrying Cross.
1: No. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. I thought you said. Never mind.
0: Karrion, who has yet to bring Scarlet with him to Raw.
1: So I did see something that was rumored uh, that said that Karrion Cross was supposed to lose to Jeff again. And the whole thing was supposed to be that he keeps losing because Scarlet's not there. And that he needs Scarlet because Scarlet has that, like, umph he needs to win. And... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stop right? It. Doesn't she? Stop it. So the whole thing was he loses to Jeff again. Scarlet comes back then he starts winning but Jeff's out with COVID so they give him Keith Lee but then he wins mm-hmm. so are we not getting Scarlet?
0: I don't know what's going on
1: are we getting Scarlet? like what the fuck is happening
0: there's too many things I have, right now I have
1: said that too much about the wrestling world this week
0: well no but the problem is we're only saying it about like Raw the, well, and like WWE in general, like bullshit. What are we doing? Because
1: when Nick Gage was wrestling, the whole time I was well, saying, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, that's a whole different.
0: So, whole hmm. different can of worms there. We'll get to uh, that. But yeah, carrying Cross. His entrance looks dumb as hell without Scarlet and like the lighting and all that. Yeah, but he gets the win.
1: I mean, and okay. maybe Scarlet comes up soon. Maybe next week we'll be talking about
0: her. Well, Karrion Cross has other business to deal with, which we'll talk about in a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Damian Priest versus Sheamus. Another contenders match, which is a thing so now. So
1: fucking weird. So
0: like, Damien, if he beats Sheamus, he's not champion. He'll get to fight Sheamus again for the championship. Whatever.
1: I do not like Sheamus, but he cracked me up during this. Damien Priest wins. Yeah, he gets the win, and Sheamus is yelling for a doctor. Say, he re- my nose, my nose. He re broke my nose. I don't know why it was making me laugh so hard. Like he is, he's a good heel. Of course. You know, he is.
0: It's funny because, like, he's playing, like, the bitch heel. Like, yeah. Like, the chicken shit heel. Mm-hmm. But he's a tough guy. Yeah. It's very... It's,
1: it's like, weirdly working <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah, it is
0: working. And then we had Drew McIntyre versus Veer. Yeah,
1: because... And we're all
0: supposed to act like we know who Veer is.
1: Well, remember he brutalized Shanky last week with the chair. <laughs> yeah, he did. And... And we
0: watched it. We had to watch that again. Yeah, and Shanky they was it. off
1: this week, but they had an attorney...
0: Yes, Ginger has the best attorney in Mm -hmm. all of the land.
1: Not a smart attorney because when Veer gets, like, Veer wins, he got DQ'd. (laughs) And then (laughs) Ginger and Veer leave, and the attorney does it. So Drew just, like, I don't know, beats up the attorney. Yeah, like,
0: how does Drew look good in this?
1: I don't know, but Drew got all of the audience to to chant, Drew is going to kill you. Yes. And, like, very quickly. He said, like, I'm asking that the audience chance Drew is going to kill you, and he gets it immediately.
0: Yeah. Well, like, he's listen, not
1: even finished saying it, and it, and it's coming out of the audience. People
0: mouth. love to chant things.
1: Yes. Yes. That's it. That chant also is amazing. They say that about somebody. There's another chant that always, they always say that, too.
0: I mean, you can start a USA chant anywhere and people will just jump into it.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And if you're ever in the Philly area, just start chanting the Eagles chant and spelling out the Eagles, and you got it. Like,
0: there's just, yeah. Like, Veer... Drew gets himself disqualified. So in the record books, Veer beat Drew McIntyre. Yeah, cool. And then we had Drew, or John Morrison versus Matt Riddle. No sign of Randy. He's still not back. John Morrison gets the win.
1: Yeah, I get that Randy, I thought, was just waiting for like the audience to come back. Like, he wanted to take, maybe take some time off so that he has a big pop. But, like, I'm I mean, ready. he's going to get it. Oh, I know. And I'm ready for Randy. Where is he? What's well, happening?
0: I think... The AJ and Omos versus Viking Raiders is probably over now because they get another win over the Viking Raiders here. Yeah, but even and it's, when and then they uh, AJ and Omos beat up Riddle
1: exactly. So like, John come Morrison in and wins, and AJ and Omos just keep attacking Riddle. And he, here I thought this was when we were going to see Randy come back. Like Randy was going to come out and defend Riddle, and that didn't happen. So I don't. I don't know. I I don't think AJ and Omos should keep retaining these championships i think it's no, time th- to catch them on
0: yeah and i think randy and riddle will be the ones to take them uh whenever randy decides to come back we had reginald who now goes by reggie uh he's the 24 7 champion he gets to be on tv i'm confused care.
1: by this because a 24 7 championship basically the whole time hasn't been like announced matches they just pop up backstage random oh, yeah. places and uh-huh. Two separate times, both on Raw and SmackDown this week, he had announced matches for it.
0: Yeah, and they rang the bell, and like they rang the bell. Like, it doesn't, none of it makes any sense.
1: I'm, I just hate Reggie it. Reggie's
0: doing flippy shit. Whatever, you're cool. I don't, I don't care.
1: Yeah, he, he did flip out of uh, there too. NXT. Yo, I'm The so way is sorry. making me so sad. The way is breaking up.
0: Yeah, they And are. it's very sad to me. And
1: Johnny and Candace keep saying that, like, Candace is blaming Johnny
0: for For Austin
1: (laughs) running away from home.
0: Yes, they use those words.
1: Yeah, like he, it's your fault Austin ran away from home, is what she said. And Indy and Candace are fighting, and then.
0: Well, I think Indy comes in, or somebody came in, and Johnny was like, Austin? Is yeah, somebody came in to give
1: Indy a gift, and yes. that was so cute. And, and it was a drawing. It was The gift was a drawing from Dexter with Dexter in the family, but Austin was I far know. in the back with his bags packed.
0: I want that picture,
1: <laughs> Like, And then so the whole time Johnny Gargano's like, well, Indy's saying, like, oh, look, Dexter can be in the family now that Austin ran away. And Johnny's like, no chance, no chance, no chance are we putting him in our family. And, like... Then it's Gargano versus Dexter, basically to, like, the winner gets Indy, basically. Okay, so, yes. So,
0: we have to clarify here. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Indy says that she wants Dexter, you know, to have a chance. She wants Mm -hmm. Johnny and Candice to give Dexter a chance. They say no. Yeah, no chance. No chance in hell. Vince McMahon's theme song. (laughs) And Indy says, okay, how about Dexter versus Johnny? If Dexter wins, you give him a chance. Yeah. Basically putting herself as the prize. Yeah. But it's okay because she volunteered as the prize of this match. So two men are going to be fighting over Indy, but it's okay because Indy <laughs> is the one. Because we had this before in like the late 90s where it was Test versus Shane McMahon and like the winner got Stephanie because like the McMahons didn't want Stephanie to be with Test, and it was a whole ordeal and people were like, that's kind of fucking weird to be fighting for a woman.
1: Here. It is because fucking the, weird. Well, the Dominic
0: Mysterio thing, which we've talked about. <laughs> Almost on every single podcast. <laughs> yeah,
1: because Dominic Mysterio lives a cool life. man. Yeah. I can't. I uh, can't hate on that. He yeah. lives a cool life.
0: So we'll have Johnny versus Dexter Loomis next week. The winner. Gets NXT in does the- a good
1: job of keeping us coming back for more too.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we also had Samoan and Joseph.
1: Hmm.
0: He comes out. He brings a table with him. He, which He so literally fun. a table
1: yeah. and chair. Like he had all. He just carried all yeah, this he shit. He had out, a
0: whole dinette set. Sets it up. Calls, calls out Regal. Out. And he's got three contracts. Mm -hmm. And the way they did this was brilliant. Mm -hmm. I loved everything about this. Samoa Joe, they released this man.
1: Yes, they did.
0: And he is now having an absolute renaissance in NXT. Because he comes out, he's got three contracts. Calls out Regal. First contract, he will resign as NXT management. Because the whole thing was... Samoa Joe cannot fight the talent. He's not an active member of the roster.
1: Yeah, he can only stop them if provoked.
0: Correct. So, Karrion Cross has provoked him, has choked <laughs> out Regal. Has, Plenty of has, times he's provoked has him. Has just run roughshod all over NXT. Samoa Joe, first contract, resigns his management. Second contract, reinstated as an active member of the NXT roster. Yes. Third contract, Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe at Takeover 36 for the NXT Championship.
1: Give it to him. Give it to him. Bring cross up. I love it.
0: And Sir love William Regal signs all three all contracts. Three we have Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe at Takeover 36. And
1: I hope Joe wins.
0: Massive. Just a massive get. Samoa Joe who has not wrestled in a in a minute. A very long a time. The rumors were that that's why uh, he was on commentary. That's why they released mm-hmm. him because he wasn't active. He wanted to wrestle, but they wouldn't clear him. All of a sudden, guess who's cleared? Yeah. Amazing how that works. But Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross hasn't been a long build. It's been a nice slow burn. Mm-hmm. But man, that's gonna just the Samoa Joe has a aura about him that he is a legit badass. Yeah. You look at Samoa Joe and you believe everything he says. Mm-hmm. His promo work is flawless. He looks like he can beat your ass. He probably really can. <laughs> yeah. And we're ge- we're getting him finally back in the ring. And Very it is excited. a massive get for WWE, for NXT. And I couldn't be happier to see Joe back mm-hmm. on an active roster.
1: That was announced for TakeOver 36. And then Walter versus...
0: Ilya Dragunov.
1: Yes, thank you. So the
0: rematch, Walter yes. is back. He's going to be fighting in the States. Yeah. I've been waiting for this man. If you have not seen... Uh, Walter, Walter, whatever you want to call him. If you have not seen this man, this man is very big, insanely good at wrestling, and chops the ever living shit yeah. out of anyone in his path.
1: It's gonna be a good match.
0: Just go out of your way and watch any Walter match. You'll be blown away. Um, specifically, like him versus Pete Dunne, him versus Ilya Dragunov, the first one. Speaking of Pete Dunne, cannot wait to see him in the United States. Yeah.
1: With Joe being an active wrestler,
0: they are so gonna kiss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you don't understand that, please go back and listen to our last episode. Either way, cannot wait to see Pete Dunne versus Samoa. So many, Joe. That's so be many so options good. for Joe
0: in NXT. And it's, it's Triple H is the one apparently that called Joe right after Joe got released and brought him back. And I mean,
1: I wonder if Triple H just like called Vince one day and like when that happened was like, what the fuck are we doing? We need Joe. I'll take Joe.
0: Joe can be Probably. on NXT. Yeah. Like, if you don't want Joe, I'll well, take so Joe. There's so many guys that's like, you move up to the main roster, and it's like, why did you even bother moving them up? Yeah,
1: if they're not going to do if anything. If they're not going to do anything.
0: Like, the only guys that have been moved up and have given immediate things to do were Kevin Owens and Finn. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has just been like, okay, kind of just go out and swim around for a while. Yeah. Hope you don't drown. We can move on to AEW. What a show. What My What a show. My God. So, we're only going to talk about a couple things.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, we'll start at, um, we had a promo after Lance Archer defends his title. I, I'm i sorry, I don't know the guy's name. Never seen him before. I'm not going to act like I know who he is. Lance Archer wins defending his uh, New Japan IWGP US Championship. And he's going to defend this title against Tanahashi. Yeah. Who shows up in a promo and he's finally going to Try to capture the U.S. championship that he's never held.
1: Yeah, this was before the match. He said he wants the winner of this match.
0: For those that don't know, Hiroshi Tanahashi is one of the biggest stars in all of New Japan. Has yeah. been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And is a huge get for AEW. Mm-hmm. Who has this New Japan working relationship. And John Moxley, who just so happened to hold this U.S. championship for a while. And had been challenging any new Japan star mm-hmm. is not happy that Tanahashi a week after John Moxley loses the title decides to show up and challenge for it
1: yeah he's been dodging them I'd so, be pissed too
0: that promo was great
1: Ugh, John Moxley's the best
0: uh so John Moxley is making it like his job now that he wants to fight everyone in Japan <laughs> <laughs> and he's John pissed that Don- so Tanahashi t- that he doesn't get this Tanahashi match mm-hmm. and he should be mm-hmm. he should be pissed um but, I mean, we're going to get that eventually because they're not going to give John Moxley these promos and not set up those kind of matches. There are
1: two matches that John Moxley should be pissed he did not get.
0: Yeah, and we're going to get into the fact that Chris Jericho, I guess, gets to fight gets <laughs> Nick Gage. It's not really like a prize. So Nick fucking Gage is here on national television, and he's got his pizza cutter. And Jesus if you Christ. did not tune in to AEW... um. You didn't get to see two grown men fight each other with light tubes and glass and pizza cutters.
1: There were so many things. There was pizza cutter, fluorescent light tubes, a bat, chairs, a glass table—just the glass just part the glass. of it. Yeah, of course. Uh, broken pieces of those light tubes. Mm-hmm. Jericho used his mist.
0: Uh, yeah. First of all, this whole pain maker thing is so dorky.
1: Stop it.
0: It is uh. just. Just straight up, the pain maker, Chris Jericho, nobody was happy about it. Everybody's like, oh, what a fucking, you think this is cool with your fedora and weird face paint? <laughs> yeah, um, you're going up against Nick fucking Gage, bro. And then he breaks out mist like it's something he does, which was weird. But either way, Nick Gage and Chris Jericho was one of the most violent matches I've seen on television in a very long yeah. time. Um, and Chris Jericho gets the win.
1: Yep. MJF's yeah.
0: not happy about it. He was
1: so. First off, he came out in the very beginning before the match even started with his popcorn, sending a commentary. like He was going to be ringside for this he match. He at one
0: point implored Nick Gage to stab Chris Jericho.
1: Yes! <laughs> uh, oh my god, with the funny. broken uh, fluorescent tube. Yeah,
0: he, and he basically did. He did. It was... So... Just carved Chris Jericho's head up, and then everybody talked about it on Twitter. Uh, the picture-in-picture, the only time that the picture-in-picture's been worth noting... Because while Nick Gage is literally pizza-cuttering Chris Jericho's head... Yeah, I have I've verbed it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> a Domino's pizza commercial is playing.
1: So good.
0: And it's either the best product placement or the worst product placement I've ever seen. So good. Uh, and there is no in-between for that. And listen, Nick Gage
1: immediately used this pizza cutter. Like, the bell rings, and he just sliced Jericho's arm. Immediately used it. And then they just went apeshit. Yep. And the whole time, every time something, a, a new weapon was used, I'm going, this should have been Moxley's match,
0: man. I know. He's probably so mad.
1: This should have been Moxley's match. Like, I get it was Jericho's second labor, and we got the third labor announced, but, like, Nick Gage should have been... Against Sean Moxley, but it probably would have been too graphic for television if it was well, Moxley. Because Moxley don't give a fuck.
0: I think it was the Saturday before Nick Gage just lost his GCW yes. title to Matt freaking Cardona, yeah, former Zack Ryder, a crazy in match. a way more brutal match. That um, oh god, that was gross. But yeah, Nick Nick Gage has lost two major matches in the last yeah. uh, few days, but it doesn't matter because he's Nick Gage, yeah. and his gimmick is not that he wins. It's that he makes you bleed. Yeah. And Chris Jericho next week, MJF announces the next labor of Jericho.
1: Also has a stipulation.
0: Yeah, that you have to win with a move off of the top rope. Mm -hmm. Bizarre. But I get it. Because, uh, and people that weren't watching wrestling in the 90s and early 2000s probably don't know who this is. And I'm honestly, I mean... MJF alluded to the fact that a couple years ago in a promo, Chris Jericho brought this man up. And MJF mm-hmm. didn't know who it was. And I honestly believe that.
1: Yeah, because MJF's pretty young.
0: Exactly. And MJF announces that Chris Jericho will face Juventud Guerrero, <laughs> who I genuinely didn't know was even alive still.
1: Stop it.
0: No, I'm, like, not in, like, a morbid way. I didn't know that he is active or wrestles. I don't know if he does, but... He is next week. I haven't heard that name in probably 20 years. I know. You were like, what the? No way. (laughs) Like, and then he doesn't come out. No, he didn't. I'm just like, like, I don't even believe you. Yeah, we're going to see him next week. I'm like, I'm worried. I hope he, like, looks good. I hope he wrestles well. Uh, But, yeah, what a random. So, these labors of Jericho have been very cool so far. Especially the announcement of the opponents. Because they're all surprises. Yes. I want the last labor of Jericho before... MJF to be Lance Storm now Lance Storm um, very famous for being a very boring in ECW and WWE Uh, he had his whole gimmick was if I can be serious for a minute and people would boo. incredible athlete used to be a tag team partner of Chris Jericho in like the early 90s late 80s whatever that was and Lance Storm retired years ago Uh, he's worked in WWE backstage as a producer as a trainer I don't know exactly what he does now, but he is very active on Twitter. I would love, and he's talked about this before he wants his last match to be against Chris Jericho. I would love that to be the last announcement. Yeah,
1: that'd Isn't be pretty it,
0: cool. If you're bringing just random guys out of the blue. Mm-hmm.
1: How please, many Libras does he get?
0: I think he said five.
1: Oh, I was thinking seven for some
0: reason. So did I, but then I saw five somewhere. I don't know exactly how many Libras there are. Either way, I want Lance Storm to be the last one. Just four Lance.
1: Can you, how long has Chris Jericho
0: been wrestling? I years. Because
1: you're saying this, and I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, how long has he been wrestling? Been
0: wrestling for a very long time. Yeah. Long enough that he has teamed with and seen his, t- his teammate retire years and years ago. Yeah. Um, last time we saw Lance Storm, I think in a ring, was ECW One Night Stand, which was like 2006. Yeah, um, but either way,
1: the last thing that I do want to note for AEW though is they had a random uh, show announced.
0: Oh yeah, added to their we list. We should probably uh, yeah, we should probably talk about that.
1: Yeah, they had a random show announced. It was added to their list of shows.
0: The first dance.
1: The first dance uh-huh. is going to be in Chicago. Yeah, which immediately brought CM Punk chance, of course, and then Darby Allen. Uh huh. Makes a fun little reference to CM Punk. And I am here for a Darby Allin versus CM Punk match.
0: So, yes, AEW, as they always do, have a big announcement. Yeah. And that announcement is that they're going to have a show in Chicago, Mm -hmm. which happens to be the hometown of one CM Punk. And throughout the show, there are subtle references to CM Punk. Darby Allen says that he's met a lot of men in the wrestling industry. You know, he doesn't care he'll face anyone, even if you're the best in the world. Yeah. Which alludes to CM Punk. And now all of a sudden, this show is selling tickets in, like, the 200s. Yeah. Like, this show is now all of a sudden, like, the most in-demand ticket in wrestling outside of WWE, maybe ever. And it's, if they don't deliver on this, they have caused quite the shitstorm. Uh,
1: those people are going to riot.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the entry fee into this show is 200 something dollars. Yeah. Minimum. And if you don't deliver CM Punk, like watch like Ryback come out oh to God. Cult of Personality don't or something. Don't say things like that. Like, don't even
1: put that out in the universe.
0: They have, he has to be signed. You well, can't keep alluding to so this, this happened and not deliver.
1: After the rumor came out that he did officially sign, and so now the rumors went from they were just you know in in talks to CM Punk officially signed with AEW, and the first announcement, like literally the next day or that night, the first announcement we get is that they're adding a show in Chicago.
0: And they're calling it the first dance. And they're calling it the first CM dance. CM Punk has recently on Instagram used the entrance song for the Chicago Bulls mm-hmm. back in the 90s, which was the last dance. hmm I mean, Punk is not denying it, and he's usually been very quick to deny comebacks.
1: Yeah, but, like, and it's also, not, is he trolling? Is he not? This would be so mean.
0: It ha- like, you it ha- cannot, you I cannot...
1: I can't get my hopes up for it, but it ha- it has to happen.
0: Yeah, you can't tease it like this. And it not has to happen because there will be a riot in the streets of Chicago.
1: They will fly to Chicago, Chicago, and riot. <laughs> like this is.
0: It's, it's crazy. It's, it's been, a big possibility It's now. been a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's been out of wrestling for a long time. Seven
1: years, I think, was his last match.
0: The name is still extremely relevant in wrestling, mm-hmm. even without having been in a wrestling ring in years.
1: This man gets chants like once a week, and he hasn't no. wrestled in seven years. And there are CM Punk chants all the time. All the time. All the time. That's how you could tell the WWE was feeding in audio during the Thunderdome era yeah. because there was no CM Punk chance. Yeah. <laughs> that it's, oh, it's gonna happen. It. Listen, it's they, happen. they
0: cannot sign them all, but if they keep signing all of the top ones, yeah. AEW's roster is just stacked. They're gonna have mm-hmm. to. They're gonna have to start making budget cuts.
1: Yeah, for real. I don't. Oh, I'm so excited. I I'm ready for it. Let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have to move on to SmackDown.
1: Yeah, so John Cena opens the show and he's annoyed at Roman because Roman didn't accept his challenge for SummerSlam, but then later that night accepted Finn Balor's challenge. And John's saying that the Roman's reasoning for not accepting John was just, like, stupid and ridiculous because Roman was like, John Cena came back as himself so I don't yeah, want to do obviously. it. And that that was stupid. And John Cena made a good point because he was like, what do you like? If Stone Cold didn't come back as Stone Cold Steve Austin and tried to come back somebody else, if The Rock came back as just Dwayne Johnson or somebody else, well, I mean, I people would be like, mad. If
0: CM Punk came back and wasn't. You know,
1: Cena punk. Like, people would be mad. John Cena is John Cena. He's going to come back as John Cena. So he's saying that the real reason Roman rejected him is because he knows that he would embarrass Roman. And Roman knows that, and that's why Roman's not doing it. But then Baron Corbin comes out and interrupts John, and there are chants... Like you suck, chance, and John's like they're chanting you suck, but I don't know who you are, which made me laugh it was very so yeah. hard. And then he was like, "Oh shit, it's Baron! Like you look horrible." He and that, and he, and he did. And then you know he's asking Cena for money, <laughs> and then tells Cena that he didn't give him enough money, and asks him to put him in a movie or in the Suicide Squad. And then when John Cena literally pulls out the pockets in his pants and he's like, I don't have anything else to give you. So he calls John selfish and self-absorbed, a Hollywood sellout, the whole nine. And John Cena's like, you know what? You're right. I'll give you something that you need. I'll give you an attitude adjustment, does just that, leaves. And then later in the night, we have the contract signing between Roman and Finn Balor. So during this contract signing, Roman signs the contract first. And before Finn can sign the contract, Corbin comes out and, like, attacks Finn, steals the contract. Cena comes out, gets Corbin out of the way, takes the contract, signs his name, and crosses out Finn Balor's. And Sonya and Adam Pearce are, like, looking at it with Paul Heyman later in the night. And they're just like, no, it's good enough for me. Like, now it's Cena versus Roman at SummerSlam.
0: So Pat, Pat Pat McAfee made this whole segment.
1: Well, doesn't he always? Just
0: straight up. So good. So the whole time this is happening, Pat McAfee's like, wait a second. Is this how contracts work?
1: <laughs> this is you how contracts just, work now. You can
0: just come in and just sign somebody's contract and just take it?
1: I love that road. Which, I mean, in
0: this housing market, if you need a house, guys, just fucking go to a, a bank and just sign one.
1: Yeah, you got it. That's how contracts work That's how, contracts work, how now. contracts work. Who knew? My- Favorite thing was Roman just sat there the whole time. He didn't get up one time.
0: I know he was pissed too. He just
1: sat in his seat the whole time when they were attacking Finn. When John was signing the contract, like he just sat there pissed. And then when they like ended it, he was just sitting in that chair with like his eyes closed, like angry. And I was like, all right, good for him. Like he just in there, but. Now it's Cena versus Roman and at SummerSlam again.
0: I was wondering how they were going to get out of this because they set it up like it's going to be Finn and Roman at SummerSlam, yeah. and I was like, they're definitely doing Roman and Cena. It's mm-hmm. been yeah,
1: like know, that's been spoiled. You know? don't bring
0: John back for like a Barry match or something. Yeah, and yeah, it's, he just comes in and signs a contract. I love how laws work in wrestling. Mm-hmm. There are no laws that actually apply. Contract law is just a myth, apparently. <laughs>
1: He he didn't even like with a signature. Like, he just wrote his hand in big letters. Yeah, he
0: just wrote Cena Cena.
1: in huge capital letters and then just circles and crosses off and arrows Finn's name down to his name. And
0: Adam Pierce is like, eh, good enough for me. And Pat McAfee's just like, I have been to zero law schools. (laughs) I don't know if this is legal. I don't know how this works. But yeah, Pat
1: McAfee so much.
0: In pro wrestling, you can just sign contracts and there's no. If fans are buts, there's no reason I mean the contract clearly said Finn Balor on it.
1: Yeah. And, and that was and Paul John Heyman's Cena whole just argument. writes Cena. Hilarious.
0: Just a genuinely funny segment. Um, just like you can poke fun at it and be like, Oh, it's fucking stupid. He just that's not how contract. It's fun because wrestling is fun and wrestling is stupid and yeah. it's just it's whimsical.
1: It was fun. It
0: was funny. A very very funny segment because it is outlandish. Um, But yeah, we get Roman and Cena at SummerSlam. SummerSlam is, we're jam-packing it, Mm -hmm. as we should. Uh, We also had a return on SmackDown. We had Bianca Belair in the ring. She is celebrating with Kayla Braxton her 100 days Mm -hmm. as SmackDown Women's Champion. Okay? Kayla reminds us that it's been 110 days, to which my thought is, why are we celebrating her 100 days of being SmackDown champion at 110 days when we could have done this last week yeah. <laughs> at 103 and been like. Nothing congr- makes sense in the
1: wrestling world. That
0: one made less sense to me than the contract for some reason. It was just funny because, like, you know, if you're going to celebrate 100 days of something, why couldn't you have just done it last week at Rolling Loud or something? But either way. Oh that's Semantics. probably why they
1: probably didn't want to do it at
0: Rolling Loud. Loud. Oh, well, uh, also just to piggyback off last week, we talked about how bad the Rolling Loud crowd was. Apparently it was bad for everyone involved. It oh, was just yeah. a shit crowd in general. It made like it was very viral that like that crowd was dead for everything, mm-hmm. not, just, not Smackdown. just wrestling. So And they actually alluded to it on the show that like, hey guys, we knew that got a shit reaction, but it wasn't us. Yeah. It was for everyone. Um, but, yeah, we're celebrating 100 days, you know, 110 days uh, as SmackDown Women's Champion. And Carmella comes out. Mm-hmm. The most she wants another woman, title match. Yeah, the most beautiful woman in all of WWE wants another championship opportunity. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, don't cool. we all? Zel- Zelina Vega comes out. Mm-hmm. She wants championship opportunity because she wins matches, as she does. You know, hasn't done it yet, but whatever. And they start to just beat up Bianca.
1: Yeah, they attack the shit out of her.
0: And then... Sasha Banks Mm -hmm. makes her long-awaited debut, or not debut, long-awaited return to SmackDown. Big pop. Mm -hmm. Fans are happy to see her. She is geared up. She's ready to go.
1: Yeah, she's defending Bianca here.
0: She fights off Carmella and Zelina, and we're going to have Sasha and Bianca versus Zelina and Carmella.
1: And this was so weird, because when she came out and defended Bianca... And fights off Carmella and Zelina. She then gets up and hugs Bianca and holds her hand up. And I'm like, all right, we're, all right, we're turn on her. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Turn on her. Yeah. And then that doesn't happen. And they're just like, oh, we're Sonia and Adam are like, the main event tonight will be a tag team match between Carmella and Zelina versus Sasha and Bianca. And I'm sitting here like, why?
0: I didn't like this return at all. I was very, very underwhelmed by it. I don't like the idea of a return... Like, Sasha and Bianca are not friends. Yeah. They've never been friends on television. Mm-hmm. We saw them at the SB's together. Congratulations. Yeah, they you might be friends.
1: Well, they're friends outside of this. They're Fine. not friends in the, in the ring.
0: But, yeah, like, they have no backstory or back history of being friends in wrestling. And Sasha's been gone since April.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she finally makes her return. And it's just like... It just felt very lackluster. She she comes back to defend Bianca.
1: This is weird. This is exactly what I said. I wanted Randy. How I wanted Randy to return. Like Randy. But like that should would make ha- sense. Yes. because like,
0: there's history.
1: Randy should have returned to defend his tag team partner. Yes. You know,
0: like Sasha, Sasha should have come out when Carmella came out and been like. You go to the back of the line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm Sasha Banks.
1: She could have even come out after Z- Zelina. Like, it could have been Carmella being like, I want it. And then Zelina coming out and be like, I deserve it more than anybody else. Because she did say, there's no one more deserving than me. Cue Sasha Banks music. Yeah, And she should have come out, talk shit, and been like, yo, this is, I deserve it more than you. And How she should you? have you got guys a go long entrance mm-hmm. with a
0: long pop.
1: It wasn't. It was her music hit. She ran to the ring. She fights off Zelina and Carmella. Hugs Bianca. It just felt
0: very lackluster to me. I'm a huge fan of Sasha Banks. And it just, I mean, she does eventually. We get the match. Yes. Later on in the night. They get the win. Yes, Carmella
1: taps to Sasha. And Sasha
0: does, just as we suspected.
1: Yes, again, hugs Bianca in the ring makes her feel all warm and fuzzy. Bianca takes one step in front of Sasha, and Sasha ends it all.
0: Yes. And we go off the air in a great way mm-hmm. with Sasha just, you know, choking Bianca out. We're obviously getting Bianca and Sasha at SummerSlam, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's a great outcome. Didn't like the return, but it's fine.
1: Yeah. Good outcome, though. Yeah. I'm happy with the outcome.
0: We also had on the show Usos versus Mysterios. Mysterios get their win back against the Usos. They
1: did it uh, the same way that the Usos have been getting their win. How one has been helping the, helping the other. Dominic helped right. I liked this match.
0: I couldn't care less about this feud anymore.
1: I liked it. Um, I did not think that it was drawn out like a lot of the feuds have been, and I they've been going. The Mysterios and the Usos have been fighting for a while now. Yes, but. I like this match, so I, the only thing that I did not like about this match was the fact that Jay put red in his hair, and I once again cannot tell was whose part.
0: Well, that's how the cookie crumbles, you know? I know. Uh, we also had Reggie, again.
1: It's so annoying. To
0: show Reggie, like he's John Cena over here.
1: I know, but he gets a mystery opponent this week, or tonight on SmackDown.
0: And then Chad Gable and Otis come out, and it mm-hmm. seems like Otis is going to eat Reggie. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Instead, it's Chad Gable. And Reggie gets out of there with a, with a victory. Keeps his SmackDown, or I'm sorry, not like a victory. He gets, uh, yeah, he Otis got, gets him disqualified. at the whole thing. Hated it. Um,
1: I still don't understand why he gets, like, announced 24-7 championship matches. And then, so he wins. Why didn't the rest of the roster come out? What, where's the rest of the locker room coming out trying to get this thing from him? There's a ref out there already. Like, it I don't like this. But apparently he kept saying, like, I, you know, I've always wanted to be part of the had, WWE. Yeah, he had like a long
0: promo beforehand. Yeah. This guy's getting so much screen time for I
1: what? I do not understand. Like, 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 you
0: know you have a ricochet backstage, right? Like, yes. he does all this same shit.
1: Like, you're...
0: <sighs> like, he's Listen. a literal Cirque du Soleil guy. Mm-hmm. Incredibly talented. Very talented. But, like, I don't... The fact that we had to talk about him twice today
1: mm-hmm. is no thank you. Yeah. You mean to tell me you have creative ideas for Reggie, but you don't for Bray?
0: We should just turn this off now.
1: I know <laughs> we quit. Uh, I just, I just do not understand. I mean, okay, let's get off of Reggie because I don't care about him. The best thing that WWE has done for us recently was have Big E win the Money in the Bank. So let's talk about Big E, because he has a match with Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, and Apollo Crews.
0: Crowd lit up for the Shinsuke entrance. Yes. Finally, nice to have that back. Big
1: E is dancing to the Shinsuke music, and he is almost as good as Pat McAfee, who seems to be absolutely mesmerized by the audience singing Shinsuke's music.
0: Yeah, he's like, turn off off the music, let the crowd sing it. Like, I don't... He hasn't experienced
1: it. It doesn't, yes. And it doesn't make any sense why the he WWE also... hasn't done this picture-in-picture picture with him yet. Because they yeah. have a camera guy on him. You can see that when they turn around to him, that there is a camera guy on him. He's dancing, standing on his chair, dancing. And you can tell that, like, he's just mesmerized. Like, the way he's looking around. Because Shinsuke's music, even without Rick Boogs... Yeah, is amazing. Yeah, and the audience loves it. We sing it like it's so captivating, and I could only imagine how it is actually in the audience. Pat McAfee just mesmerized by it. It was Finn
0: Balor's entrance, also very crowd. Um, Yes, like Pat McAfee literally told Michael Cole to like wait a second because he wanted to be a part of Finn Balor's entrance. Yeah, and like it's just it's cool to have, and Michael Cole has talked about how much he loves having Pat McAfee there. Like, Pat McAfee enjoys this as a fan. Yes. And it's very different mm-hmm. from, like, a Corey Graves or, like, other analysts that have been in the ring. Mm-hmm. And now, that Pat McAfee has these wrestled matches. Not like, you know, it wasn't his career. Yeah. But it's cool to have a guy like that, so enthusiastic about the product. And it's just, it's very different. It's very unique. And he's selling a lot of these things extremely well.
1: This is what uh, I'm saying, that they need higher fans as writers. Because fans know what fans are. Hire play. anybody
0: else's writers, because whatever this writing team is... Yeah, they're fucking up. You guys are just absolute garbage water. Edge comes out. Big pop, yeah. per use. Oh,
1: but then we cut to commercial before he makes it to the ring.
0: Well, and then he gets attacked.
1: During the commercial break. By Seth Rollins. During a commercial break. They have to literally, when we come back from commercial, Seth Rollins is in the ring. And they're like, oh, Seth Rollins is in the ring because during the commercial break, this is what happens. And they show a clip of Seth Rollins ambushing Edge and then like hitting him, attacking a camera guy and hitting him with the camera.
0: Reggie got like five minutes. It's you know, we are we are. I'm so angry. We are not sure of WWE's priorities right now. Um, But we do know SummerSlam Saturday, August twenty first. Announced so far, we have Nikki Ash versus Charlotte versus Rhea. SmackDown has John Cena Roman.
1: we also have
0: oh Bob Lash,
1: Bob Lashley, and, yeah. Goldberg and Goldberg in Raw.
0: We have John Cena versus Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Edge, Bianca Belair versus Sasha. Not announced yet, but, but come on, most likely, right? Um, that's where we're at right now. I assume probably Damian Priest and Sheamus. We have to figure out the women's tag title situation now that maddie yeah, has gone. Something
1: has to happen with that. I'm assuming there will be a men's tag team match. There's who knows? You know, like maybe. Hopefully, nothing with Reggie. that's where I'm at like I'm assuming there will be a tag team match because the Mysterios and the Usos are still going at it maybe we'll get Roman or Randy back sometime over the next week or so and there will be a tag team match between AJ and Omos and Randy and Riddle
0: it has to be soon
1: it has to be soon I'm assuming that maybe it would be SummerSlam but That's where we're at right now, and next week we'll definitely be watching AEW because we have another labor of Jericho, and if they have us coming back for more, of course we'll be going into NXT because Samoa Joe is active on the roster.
0: Yeah, he's back. We have a lot. It's just every week. Yeah. There's a lot going on on the television, behind the scenes.
1: Fingers crossed no more releases. Yeah. I don't know how much more my heart can take.
0: You can say it can't get worse.
1: I already did. And then
0: it can always get worse.
1: Oh, it's so Uh, sad.
0: But that is episode 23.
1: Follow us everywhere at HeBookSheBook and make sure you tune in every Monday for a new episode.